Hey everyone, welcome to Mountain Made with Jess. This is your host, Jess Kissling, and welcome to today's episode. You guys, I am joined by Allie today. Allie, I met, we kind of go into this in the conversation, but I met her on Instagram, actually, and we just kind of started talking through there, and then she attended the Mountain Made Retreat in Moab that I held this last February, and she's just a phenomenal human. She's one of my very best friends now, and I think she has a lot of a lot of wisdom, a lot of experience, a lot of great things that you guys can benefit from. In this uh, episode today, this is part one of a two-part series. Part two will be released tomorrow. This episode today, part one, will be more focused on the outdoors and how she got into the outdoors how she got into hunting, and then we talk about her first bear hunt, which was just this last month. So incredible to see other women out there in in the hunting world, in the real world, not just the influencer status world. Women that are out there doing it because they love it, and I love this conversation that we had. I love her. She's an incredible person, an incredible friend, and she shines a bright light. And I am so excited to bring this conversation to you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed as much as I did. And we will just dive into the conversation. Hey. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. Good. Really good. It's so nice to see you. (laughs) Speaking the same thing. Man. It's been forever. It seems like I it's weird to like see you and then like see pictures and like, oh. I miss her. I know. I know. It's so hard. And I feel like you're almost a part of someone's life and family, which not that we aren't, but it's just so funny. I always think back to our story and like how we got to the point of Moab and then meeting with your husband and kids. And I'm like, anytime I see pictures of your kids, I'm like, oh, how are they doing? (laughs) It's so crazy. Do they still think of me? They do. That's, they were asking, well, who's your podcast with? I was like, Allie. And she, oh, how is she? And when you got your yeah. hair, they were like so excited. It was just cute. You're just, yeah, no, I love that. <laughs> love it. All right. So I guess we better give the listeners a brief history on how yeah. we met. Do you want to introduce yourself a little bit? Sure. Yes. I'm Allie. And um, funny enough, I was scrolling through Instagram one day, and actually, it's probably a good um, segue here too, where uh, last year I had decided to take up hunting as a hobby because I hadn't. And so I remember like trying to find people on Instagram that were into hunting and just like people I could learn from. And so somehow your profile came up, like somehow I stumbled upon it and it was right around the time like I liked it. And shortly after that, you had posted a story about doing a women's retreat. And I was like, okay, I know nothing about this, but I'm just going to raise my hand and say, I'm interested. Yeah. And then sure enough, we, we connected and started chatting and, um, ended up going to your retreat in Moab this February. And it's been amazing, amazing connecting. And I still, to this day, think of how, crazy, wild, and awesome it is to connect with like-minded people through social media. And I also remember telling people, yeah, I'm going to Moab. And they're like, oh, who are you going with? And I'm like, well, 
her name is Jess and I met her online. And, <laughs> and so they're like, what? <laughs> I think, did, was it your husband that asked you if you're going to be catfish? He goes, are you, are you yes. sure being catfish? <laughs> yeah, no, he definitely thought that I was being catfish. And I was like, well, if you look at Jess's page, it seems pretty consistent and it seems as though it would take a lot of effort for someone to catfish this much. Yeah. So he was <laughs> calmed after that, but That's I mean, who knows nowadays? So it's so true. It, the, the work people go into, it's nuts, but it is crazy. Cause you're just one of the people that I just instantly connected with, like just talking to you back and forth, just even through Instagram and your posts and just your love for the outdoors and your little family. And it just, I don't know. I just, we, we jived really well together online and then meeting you in person was like, we've been friends forever. Like we just yeah. connected <laughs> and I love Yeah, that. I know. And even tonight, Harper, I, I got the kids put to bed. Cause I'm like, okay, get, <laughs> get in your rooms and be quiet. Please. Yeah. Um, but she's like, who is this call with mom? And I said, well, it's my friend, Jess, the one from Utah. And she's like, oh, okay. So just like, I love how your name with my kids and my husband is just like a part of yep. us now. Like just this normal. is my friend, Jess, which is awesome. I love it so, so much. So I want to hear how, like, what got you into wanting to be more like hunting and cause you've always been outdoors, right? And yeah. Yeah. So what turned you on to hunting? Yeah. So I love to take on new challenges and really, uh, we have been going full bore for many, many years. Um, I was a non-traditional student, so I was working full time and going back for my bachelor's degree. And so I had finished that. And as I was finishing that, we had purchased um, our land and started designing our house with the architect and then starting the build process. And so all of that was like finally wrapped up and it was like, both my husband and I were like, well, what are we going to do now? Like, seriously, what is going to fill our time? Because we're so used to filling every single second of every day and pushing so hard. And so we kept hitting all of these milestone goals that we had defined. And so I'm like, well, now what am I going to do? And it was one of those things where I'm like, well, I could take up hunting. I've been around it my entire life. All the guys in my family hunted and, um, I just had always filled my time with other things. And so I thought, one, I have an interest, but two, David likes it. Um, and it could be some good quality time together and also getting the kids into it. Um, the kids would go with David anyways on weekends. Yeah. And so I thought, I'd give it a shot. And he came up one morning from working out and was like, what about a bear hunt? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I've never hunted before, but why not start with bear? <laughs> and so... Um, after thinking that through, he was like, why don't you get your hunter safety? So cram that in really quick, pass right away. And then it, it was in time for the Wisconsin uh, deer gun season. So I got my first deer back in November, um, which was awesome. Really clean shot. Um, didn't take another step. So that was a good, like rewarding feeling. Um, and also just making, I guess my goal being a hunter and, and starting later and maybe not having that excitement of like being a kid. Uh -huh. Um, I always want to make sure that I get that clean shot and, and try never to wound an animal. Yeah. I know it can happen, but trying really hard not to. And so right. then we did this bear hunt. And so we literally just got back on Saturday and, um, it was, 
it was great. And it was also um, kind of crazy because <laughs> I was around um, nine other guys, including my husband, which I have no problem being around guys. It's no big deal. I tend yeah. to resonate a little bit better with guys anyways, Same. but <laughs> I'll tell you sharing one bathroom with nine guys <laughs> is too much. And I found myself not going in the bathroom without shoes on. So um, that was a little like, eh. But other than that, it was a good week. Um, we did a lot of fishing during the day. Uh, the lakes there were beautiful. Awesome. And then our first night that we could hunt, David and I sat together since this was all new to me. Mm-hmm. And it was the coolest experience. We actually got to sit and watch a bear for like three hours. Oh so it would come, it, and you could tell it was a really young one, not, not a cub. So it wasn't with its mama, but um, young enough. That was just like kind of stupid and didn't know to be afraid of things. Yeah. And so it would go up to the bait pile, snack a bit, and then <laughs> mosey off and, and take a nap. And then it'd come back and snack and then Mosey often taking a nap. And I'm like, this is crazy. And we got to the point where we were talking to each other from our stand. Wow. And it wouldn't even spook the bear. <laughs> and at one point, um, David even captured a video of the bear trying to climb up my tree stand. And so it put its like front paws up. It was kind of looking up like, <laughs> what's up there? And so we're just laughing because it yeah. was so comical. Um so nothing, we didn't get anything, of course, that first night. And then the second night we decided to split up, um, increase our odds of getting something. And yeah. uh, David got his bear at about five o'clock at night. So not long after he got in the stand. Cool. Um, and funny enough, that night, three other guys got bears. And so by the time they got everyone um, out of their stands and taken care of, because um, one of the guys actually got lost out in the bush. And oh no! so- they got back to the cabin at four in the morning by the time wow. they skinned all the bear and everything. And then, um, Wednesday night, the, the night after David got his, I got mine. And it was kind of a funny story because I sat in the rain for seven hours, didn't see a damn thing the whole time. <laughs> and so I finally text, it was about an hour before close. And I was like, get me out of here. Like, come pick yeah. me up. I'm done. I've had enough. And so I was, getting ready for them to come get me. So I took my, I probably shouldn't even say this, but I took my harness off from the tree. Yeah. I emptied out my gun. I only kept one bullet in the chamber. And so I'm just sitting there like waiting to be picked up. And all of a sudden this darn bear comes out and I'm like, Oh, you gotta be kidding me. And so I'm watching it and I text David quick and I'm like, don't come in here. There's a bear. So, and I'm, I'm, I got to be honest, I'm crabby because I was cold and wet. Yeah. And so I'm like, just get broadside and get your arm. Cause they, the guide was telling us, make sure their arm takes like a step forward so you can yeah. tuck it right behind the shoulder right. there. So I'm like, okay, really waiting for that. Yeah. All of a sudden it took that step and I was like, boom. And, um, it only ran off about 40 yards. I watched it drop and I oh. called David then I was like, it's down, come in here. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean it, it's kind of a funny story now telling it but in the moment I just wanted to be done but I'll tell you when I got out of the stand and we went and uh, started to skin it and get everything taken care of um I started to warm up because you're moving around yeah. and the rain actually had stopped at that point okay. but that's so cool. it was quite the experience that's an adrenaline rush for sure <laughs> yeah yeah it's, so it's wild how hunting like at least the experiences I've had is 
like my, my first book, I was not expecting to see one. Like, yeah, I wasn't expecting to see anything. I was, they hadn't been in the area. And so I had like my sweats on, of course, you know, my bows in the, in the truck and everything. And then it just turned out that they were in this spot. And it, it just seems like it always happens when you're not prepared for it. Like when you're, you're ready to be done, or it's a day that you don't think they're going to be around. Like it's wild how they just seem to know when you're, <laughs> when you're not expecting them. Right. <laughs> but that's so cool. What part? So you were in Canada. What part of Canada were you guys in? If you so know. we were in Rennie, Manitoba. So a nice little area. I think they said it was about an hour and a half away from Winnipeg. So okay. that's the biggest city near there. Uh, but it was beautiful. And, and, you know, I made the comments about the guys and stuff in the cabin, but really it was a nice time. Um, yeah. Really just nice to disconnect. There was service like hit or miss, which is great because it forces you to disconnect and um, I didn't respond to anything at work, which was wonderful. And um, so it was good. I would definitely do it again. I would probably next time now having done it, um, I'd like to actually try it with my bow and do that. And then even just try some different animals. I guess in the fall, if you do a bear hunt, you can also get a wolf if it comes out. So I'd love to do that. Awesome. Um, and then David next year is going to, um, gosh, the name escapes me right now. We've been saying it nonstop, but he's going to Newfoundland to moose hunt. So that'll be fun for him. And now that he's done this bear hunt, he's really got the itch to keep going. So Yeah. You don't want to stop after you start going. That's <laughs> how yeah. it like hooks you in. If you like it and if you, it sucks you in. I, somebody, I can't remember who it was, um, commented and he's like, Oh, you got hooked. I was like, I got hooked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm in it. It's just one of those things that it's so, it can be so hard and so frustrating at times, yes. but it's so rewarding. Like even just watching the animals, like you said, with the bear, like just watching the animals in their natural environment, just doing their thing, like being out in the, in nature, no phones, there's no, you know, traffic going by. It's just calm. It's quiet. You're in nature. And I feel like your sole focus is just on those animals and your, your target you're breathing, you're like, you're focused on something specific. And I think in normal life, we're so like all over the place. Oh, a hundred percent. We don't get that a lot anymore. And I think that's one of the things I really enjoy is just being singly focused on that one thing in nature. Like it's just, there's something about it. I agree with you. And I think there's something for me, I, I learned on that rainy day that it's such a mental test. And I mean, you know, I love challenging myself and I'm always trying to strengthen my mental game. And I had that realization, honestly, Wednesday, I was like, wow, I, I thought I was pretty mentally tough. And Wednesday broke me a bit because I just was like done. And so I liked that too, to have that self-awareness to say, okay, Got it. You're not yeah. as tough as you think you are. And and this is nothing. This is, this yeah. is sitting in a ladder stand. Like imagine doing some stalking and, and really exerting yourself physically where I wasn't. So right. I like that it teaches you or it can, um, if you let it. Oh, absolutely. And 
So I, I do really appreciate that. Yeah. What's your, what's your next goal? Like what's your next animal that you're like stoked to go after? Uh, I don't know. Um, I mean, next I would love to do an elk probably. Yeah. But um, I don't, I'm not sure, you know, with David's moose hunt coming up, that's, he's going to do that with a friend. And so um, that's exciting for him. So maybe, I don't know what I'll do next yeah. because it's I probably won't do one on my own. Yeah. And like here in Wisconsin, we'll do whitetail together okay. each fall, but um yeah, I don't know. We talk, I mean, South Dakota isn't far from us. Yeah. It's like a 12 hour drive. So we can, we could go out there and do some yeah. mule deer or pronghorn, something like that, which would be fun. Honestly, I don't even care. It's just yep. the experience and learning because this is so new to me and I'm humble enough to say, I don't know. I'm, I'm yeah. learning every time I go out. And, yeah. um, so really any animal, any experience would be good. Love it. Um, there's plenty of opportunities here too for geese and duck and okay. uh that seems kind of interesting too david's Absolutely. a little less interested because he's like <laughs> you know how much it takes to clean an, a bird and there's not much there Allie. so i'm like okay <laughs> it's an experience though we can do anything once <laughs> yeah exactly exactly that's that's so cool that's i love to see other women getting into the space because i mean there's a lot of women that do but way less than, than I anticipated because I don't know, I guess around here you see more, we're in like smaller communities, there's more, but out in the space, there's not a lot of women that are open to, to doing that. And if they are, I feel like they don't know where they fit in because the right. guys, it's harder to go with the guys sometimes, or maybe their husbands want to just go with the guys and they don't know quite where to fit in or feel maybe out of place asking their husbands to even like teach them how to hunt or to let yeah. them know they need to, or they want to hunt. And that's where, like, I'm so grateful. My husband's been like open arms and it sounds like yours is too. Just so excited to teach and take you out. And I mean, the dumb questions I've asked, like, <laughs> like he's answered so many questions and still does. It's just something that I think a lot of women, I think would really enjoy if they got into it and, and gave it a shot. And just like you said with kids, like that's one thing that I love taking our kids out. Like they, they love it. They love shooting their bows. We're waiting to hear what JC drew out for Utah this, this year tonight. In fact, awesome. we keep searching on the um, email to see if her emails come in yet. She's excited about it. It's just cool. There's something about it that just brings our, you know, families together. If you if it's the right fit. Yeah, I know yeah. I think it's not the right fit for everyone, but I feel like it can be for a lot of people. Well, and I would say having like just starting and getting into it, I would encourage any woman or even any guy, if mm -hmm. you've not done it, find someone that you know that's done it and ask them if you can even just go along to watch. Yes. I mean, you got to be quiet, but yep. um, just having that experience to watch, it's it's really powerful. And again, yeah. I think you can learn so much from it. Um, and I actually, last year I had a coworker give me a book. It was called call of the mild. And it was about a woman that um, hadn't hunted before. And she was a reporter and, and moved to Oregon and um, kind of took up the sport. And she talks about how she was kind of unsure and wanting to learn and feeling nervous. Yeah. And 
I really resonated with that because I just, I appreciate people that are willing to put themselves out there and, yeah. and say, I don't know, but I'm, I'm curious and yes. it'd be great if you teach me. And yeah. even people that never want to even do it, but just yeah. having that curiosity to experience it once as someone yeah. that's taking along, it's neat. It's something it, that I think is. everyone should do. I, I 1000% agree. Even just knowing like where food comes from and how, mm-hmm. how it's harvested and the links people go to, I think there's an appreciation for hunting that would be there way more if people understood that. I think a lot of people don't understand that like hunters get sad. Like it's not easy to pull that trigger on the animal. No. And I think that's something that a lot of hunters feel, but you know, I don't think a lot of people see that or, you know, you see the picture of, of a person with their animal. You don't understand the respect that goes into that and the appreciation mm-hmm. and utilizing of the animal. But like you were saying, even with, I even think, and it sounds maybe not weird, but even with like cows and stuff, like I think people need to go mm-hmm. and see how we get milk, how cheese or how, we, yeah, how we get milk, how cheese is made, how these cows are like, it's our food. <laughs> it's what we eat. And I Mm -hmm. think a lot of times people just go get stuff at the store and it's just, it is what it is. Even going and spotting animals out in the wild, it's just, there's something powerful about it. So even if you're not hunting, even just going out and watching them in their natural habitat, seeing what they do, there's just, there's something magical about it. I agree. I agree. And if you have kids, um, I don't care what age they are. Uh, my kids are polar opposites. My daughter's obsessed with animals and my son is really not a fan. Um, <laughs> but you get Harper on a farm. Yeah. She damn near crawls in any pen with an animal. Um, yeah. She, We have a farm down the road from us that we know the folks and she was bottle feeding a calf one Aww. day for them. And she had that calf crawling out of the pen and jumped over because oh, I don't know, apparently... They loved her. They had a connection. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So she's just, she eats that up, but it's so fun to see a kid in that element and like learning and being hands-on and to be completely honest, that's not my thing either. Like being on a farm, but for her, it like lights up her world and there's so much satisfaction and seeing her Mm -hmm. have that joy. So, yep. Animals will do that. Oh I, yeah. I didn't expect to have such a connection with our chickens, but there. <laughs> I keep hearing people with their chickens. Like there, <laughs> there's like this deep connection. There's something to it, I swear. I don't know I love what it. it is, but it's there. That's, I love it. My daughter will just go out and hang out, and Hunter will go out and just hang out with the chickens and I'll look out and they're just out in the pen. And they're just, I don't know. I think we're meant to be around animals, whether it's cats. Mm-hmm birds, dogs. That's, mm-hmm. I just see your picture behind you. Yeah. My heart. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, we're just, I don't know. We're meant to be around animals. They bring us something that I don't know. We can't get from humans, I guess. But Yeah, I agree. And this is our first um, stint of time without a dog yeah. right now. And so we're all adjusting to that. Yeah. Um, and we're unsure if we'll get something yeah. Um, anytime soon. And so it's been odd. And when you're, when yeah. like my husband and I both grew up having pets mm-hmm. um, and our kids too have both grown up um, having a dog in the house yeah. their entire life. And so 
it's been this adjustment period with Hank being gone now. And yeah, um, yeah I think I think we are meant to have those companions. And yeah. even though it can be stressful and there are a lot of work and <laughs> sometimes a headache, um, they really do bring you joy. And sometimes you don't realize that until they're not here. And yeah, um, it's kind of sad, but Definitely. at least it was it was kind of that lesson for me through this recent experience of losing our dog. So yeah, it's it's kind of crazy what those little buggers do to you. They tug your heartstrings. I don't, I always think, cause we have, we have our dog and I keep thinking, man, it, when he goes like, it's going to be tough. And then I'm like, Oh, are we going to, yeah, of course we're going to get another one. Like I keep thinking he's such a pain. He's such a pain, but of course we'll get another one. I don't yeah. know. It's hard though. Cause there's that grieving period too after, because they become part of your family. Oh yeah. That, like, so yeah, I can. Oh, it just, animals are so cool. Whether, whether you're out in the, on a farm or out in the wilderness or pets, like there's just something to it. So I'm so glad that you gotten into hunting and I'm so glad that that connected us. Cause yeah, I know it's crazy how that happens. I still, to this day, will just reflect on that. And I'm so thankful, but I'm, I also am like, it's mind blowing to me how the universe works and how it puts people in front of you. And I truly feel like we were meant to connect. And um, I feel like both of our stories help each other. And, and it's just encouraging. Like I'm a a person that I want to see people do well. I want to support and say, good job. or like, keep going. And um, there's even some posts that I've made on my Instagram page where I've exercised vulnerability and it's, I don't always want to share it, but I know it's the right thing to do because there are people that have shared their lives and it's helped me. And so if I can return that favor um, and help others, that's what fuels me. And I'm so inconsistent with sharing those tidbits of information. I probably should do more because people will private message. And I know we've talked about this before where you get that too. And people private message and they're like, gosh, this really helped me today. Or, um, or even it's like, wow, congrats girl, like keep going. And so I just love when people can encourage each other and boost each other up because the world's tough enough and we're all just trying to do the best we can, honestly. 1000%. Thank you guys so much for joining me and Allie today on our conversation on hunting and bear hunt. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed talking to her. As I mentioned before, tune in tomorrow for part two, where me and Allie go deeper into work life, being a mother, and just kind of life as a working mom and and different things in life. So tune in for that tomorrow. It will drop. And then next week, we'll be on for another solo episode. These interview style conversations with these women have been so fun and I've got such a great response from you guys. So I am excited to bring you more of them with more incredible women. Like I mentioned before, I just want to bring really influential women to everyone else because I feel like there's so many in quotes influencers out there that don't really talk about real life and the struggles that we go through. And there's so many women out there that are such great influences. And I just want to spread the word. I want to 
get their stories out and their experiences and their tips and tricks and thoughts on life and let them influence as many women and men and just everybody in general in a positive way. That's my whole goal here. So thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys so much for your feedback on these. They've been phenomenal. It's so amazing to know so many incredible women. So grateful for their friendships and for the light that they shine in this world. So catch part two tomorrow and then I will catch you guys next week. Thanks you guys. See ya.